0: everyone. Welcome back to JCM Prepare the Way. My name is Carol, and I just want to thank you for joining us for another episode. Today, we are talking about the topic of wrestling, spiritual wrestling. And this topic came to be because of a unique experience that I had. I had the privilege of going out to California to a movie premiere recently. And it was actually a documentary that was premiering. It's called Helen Believe. And it's a story of a young woman named Helen Morales. She is a freestyle wrestler who actually won the gold for the U.S. at the 2016 Olympics. Well, this is a documentary about her journey to gold, but then what took place after that? Because during a match, she suffered a traumatic brain injury. And so the story documents her fight to overcome uh, different mental health issues due to PTSD, but also to return to wrestling, and especially wrestling at this level. And I just thought the movie did such a great job depicting this sport of wrestling, which I honestly don't know much about. But they really did a good job capturing the discipline, the physical training, the physicality of the sport, the endurance but then also the strategy that's needed in this sport. And so I just thought it was incredible. And it's one of those movies that has stayed with me since I've watched it. I keep coming up with different takeaways from it. And I think that when it comes out, it is well worth the watch for you or anyone you know. And I think especially even the youth who are struggling, anybody who's struggling to overcome something, especially mental health issues, because that's what this movie's about. I believe this is a wonderful documentary about overcoming. But while I was watching it, I could not stop myself from thinking about Paul's letter to the Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 6, actually, when he talks about wrestling. <laughs> this movie did such a great job of really showing you the depth and intensity of the sport. And I just kept coming back to the scripture. And the scripture reads like this. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. So Paul says, We do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but we do wrestle against spiritual beings. Wrestle. I mean, now that I've seen that movie, it gives me a whole different picture for what we're up against in the spiritual realm. And I don't know about if you've ever given much thought to that word, but I give a lot of thought to that word now because I know so many of us are familiar with Ephesians 6. We quote it often, or some of us know it by heart. But I don't know if we've really ever stopped to ponder on what wrestling can really look like for a believer. And again, Paul says it's not against people, but against these evil beings in the spiritual realm. That's what we're up against. And we're up against their influence on people around us or atmospheres we go into or any other situation we encounter. And again, many of us have studied at length that need for a Christian to be armed and the nature of that armor. There's many sermons and Bible studies on that topic, but today, I really want us to turn our thoughts onto what it means to wrestle and to the nature of the war that we find ourselves in and the battles we find ourselves in. And what I like about Paul's letter is that he doesn't shy away from detailing the fierceness of our struggle or the strength of our enemy. I mean, these were spiritual beings. And Ephesus, keep in mind, was a hub of idolatry and witchcraft. And so I believe he captured the essence of this with that key word, wrestle. Now, although this is a sport that many of us just tie to recreation, I truly believe in this passage, Paul captures how it describes the sharpness of the encounter we're going to have with our enemy. First of all, as I'm watching this documentary, I started considering wrestling in general. It's not a team sport. You may be on a team, but it is single combat. It is primarily a one-on-one contest where one opponent singles out another and then enters this ring, this arena with him. And it is a, a match until someone is pinned to the ground. And it made me think of David and Goliath. You've got this little tiny David and this big giant Goliath, and it was just them. You had two armies standing off to the side, and these two in a match in the middle of a field. So wrestling is one-on-one combat. And and as I was noticing this in the movie, this one-on-one combat, the sheer strength it takes in that sport in order to overcome to victory. It takes the whole person, mental grit, physical grit, and spiritual grit, as the people spiritually have to be grounded. You have to believe, and and Helen is a Christian, so Helen relied on her faith to get her through to overcome so many obstacles, but it does take faith in order to come against such highly trained opponents. And it's going to take great faith for us to overcome opponents in the spiritual realm. And it's going to take using every part of us when we enter into that arena. And that's the thing. Each wrestler, each one of us, we are going to have to exert the whole force and strength that we have against our opponent. Unlike in War, for example, where the enemy's aim is the whole regiment. In wrestling, each contestant is the sole object of his challenger's fury. We are the sole object of our enemy's fury against Christians. Whether we like it or not, we will go into the ring with Satan. Basically, we will go into the ring. We will go into a wrestling match with his system, with one of his agents, right? He not only has a general malice against the army of saints, the people of God, but he has a particular spite against every single child of God. Satan hates us. He accuses us. He tempts us, right? Which brings me to my next point. How much wrestling is this close combat? I mean, wrestlers are grappling hand-hand to hand. Watching Helen wrestle at a high level. I mean, every part of the body is used to take someone down. We might be able to dodge a fiery arrow at a distance, but in wrestling, we engage and it is full engagement. Because guess what? When Satan's agents come against us, they're going to move in close. A lot of times they use what's familiar around us to come against us. And this is, this is going to happen to all of us, because Paul says in his letters, we wrestle. So the quarrel our enemy has is with every saint. Satan doesn't fear the pastor of a church. He doesn't fear the elders of a church. He doesn't fear someone who's been a believer for a long time. He's going to wrestle with all of us, no matter how mature or immature we are in our faith. And he will do so the length of our lives. From the moment of our spiritual birth to our natural death until we set foot inside the gates of heaven, the struggle is real. And one of the ways we wrestle is through our old man, our flesh, our carnal nature. That's the part of us that gets exposed the most. That's the part of us that has not yet been brought into submission to Christ. And I want to highlight this in the book of James in chapter 4, where he says, "Where do wars and fights come from among you? Do they not come from your desires for pleasure, that war in your members? You lust and do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight and war. Yet you do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your pleasures. Adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever, therefore, wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you think that the scripture says in vain, the spirit who dwells in us yearns jealously? But he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Lament and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. You see, in that verse, to flee from the devil, we must surrender and submit to Christ. We must crucify the flesh, like this verse says, like Paul did. In Galatians, it says he was crucified to Christ. And at the end of Galatians, it says he was crucified to the world and the world to him. Part of our wrestling comes from our old nature, which, if not put to death, is another way the enemy wrestles against us. If our old nature is not put to death, it is enticed and seduced by our enemy to pit us against God the way a wrestler pins his opponent against a mat. So we then wrestle against that seduction, that old nature that the enemy wants to use to our destruction. We still crave and lust after things contrary to the will of God. And this verse is basically saying God doesn't want us to do that. He says he yearns jealously for us. His spirit within us yearns jealously. Well, who is God called in the Old Testament? Jealous. It says, for the Lord, whose name is Jealous, is a jealous God. He was jealous for Israel's affections, and he is jealous for his people still. So if we wrestle in our carnal nature, we will not win. We will be defeated every time. However, when we are surrendered to Christ, God himself will enter the battle with us and help us overcome. And you can sure bet when that happens, the enemy flees. As a Christian, friends, it's important to be reminded of this. We have nowhere we can call privileged ground. Wrestling will happen to all of us. Lot, Abraham's nephew, he was a righteous man. And he wrestled with the wicked inhabitants of Sodom, right? He then was delivered, he and his his daughters. But then what happened? They go to Zor, another city, and his own daughters initiated lust with their father. This proves that being from a particular family, or if you're part of a particular ministry, or from a particular church, it doesn't remove us from ungodly temptations. The enemy will be like a battering ram against our soul. Our whole personhood is going to be engaged in the match of wrestling. Physically, mentally, spiritually. And so we must put on the armor of God, which is Christ. Romans says it's the armor of light. It says in Romans, cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. In other words, put on Christ Each and every day, be in Christ at all times. The devil tempted Jesus, but Jesus was submitted to his Father. He was always submitted to do the Father's will. Therefore, when he responded to the devil, it was not with carnal weapons, weapons of the flesh, his own strength. Rather, he used spiritual ones that worked against the devil. In this case, he fought back with the sword of the spirit, the word of God. That's what the sword of the spirit is in the heavenly armor. It's the word of God. And what is the Lord's will? His word. So he was submitted to the father, to the father's will, and used the father's word against the devil. I don't know. You know, I think the mental strength training and the physical Discipline and faith of Helen in this movie. It was such a good picture for me. I'm a picture person, but it was such a good picture of the type of training we are going to need to undertake when it comes to spiritual wrestling. That's, I think, why I loved this movie so much. I kept thinking about it spiritually. When we wrestle, we need to be in Christ, in the Spirit. Our bout with Satan is no small thing. There are times when we are going to get utterly exhausted, where we are going to break out in a sweat, where we are going to push our limits, where we are going to just fall out on the mat, like in wrestling, which makes it all the more important to be fit through constant training and refining to put to death the strongholds that are holding us back. We need to develop our own spiritual grit, our own mental strength and our own positive identity when we study and meditate on the word of God over and over and over and over again. We need to we need to achieve strength in our inner man by the power of the Holy Spirit but also through intimacy in prayer. Get to know your Lord who is your strength and your shield. We are kept by his power, and by his strength, by his righteous right arm. So ask him to strengthen you. We need a good coach. And so we need to be yielded and to be trained up by the Holy Spirit. He's your coach. He's your helper. Respond to his convictions. We have to be yielded so we can be sensitive to his promptings, and his gentlest nudges, right? Because when we do, we can respond to his convictions. We can respond to his corrections. We can respond to his disciplines, which then reminds me of Paul, right? Where was it? First Corinthians, I think, where he says, but I discipline my body and I bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. We need to respond to the Holy Spirit's help when he convicts and corrects, but also wants to discipline us. We need to bring our body into subjection to the Lord, not the lusts of the world, so that when the wrestling match starts, you will not be disqualified. You know, a lot of us fake it till we make it, right? Well, guess what? You can't fake spiritual maturity when you are up against Satan's kingdom. You just can't. He knows who carries authority and power. Believe me, some of us need to begin a training regiment, or maybe we need to make adjustments in what we're already doing because maybe our faith has hit a plateau. And so when that happens, maybe recognize where the old man is still sowing corruption in your life and put it to death and put on that new man daily, the man who is born again in Christ Jesus. Jesus. Believe me, Satan will find little welcome where Christ truly dwells. But then we also need to be exercising spiritual weapons, the armor of God. We need to wield the sword of the spirit, which is the spoken word of God. We need to speak that against the enemy schemes. Rather than getting fearful and worked into a lather or a frenzy when wrestling presents itself, we stay calm. When we use the word, we stay measured. But then we're also girded up with the belt of truth. Speaking truth, the combat lies like Jesus did against the devil in the desert. We have the breastplate of righteousness. Christ himself, he became sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him. We walk sure-footed with the gospel of peace. We hold in front of us the shield of faith, faith and overcoming to victory. And we have on our head our helmet of salvation, our identity, holy unto the Lord. We are his child. We are his champion. And we withstand. We prevail against the enemy. And having done all, we stand. We don't allow ourselves to get pinned to the mat. And Never. Ever, ever turn your back on your enemy. There is no armor for the back. So so stay sharp and fit in your faith. Leave no crack in your wall because if you do, sure enough, the enemy will come back into the ring to wrestle you again. But be encouraged. Your coach, the Holy Spirit is there to help you, to bestow upon you wisdom and knowledge. And understanding and great discernment, if you ask him. He gives it liberally. Because we need to remain strategic against our foe. Overcoming comes when we have the right approach and response. So we need those things. Remember, we go out as sheep among wolves every day. Wolves and lambs are not compatible creatures. When we wrestle against Satan, against his kingdom, keep in mind we are wrestling for God, for what is right. And so we need the mind of Christ to do so. We need his wisdom, his knowledge, his understanding, his discernment. And then scripture says, but do not draw back or shrink in fear or else his soul would have no pleasure in us. So be strong and have a good courage. Which brings me to something that definitely bears mentioning. Be careful that you are not deceived into wrestling against God. How do we wrestle against God? Several ways. When we wrestle against God is when we wrestle against his word, the Bible. When we disregard his word, his rules, his statutes, And then substitute our own to please our carnal nature, to do and live the way we think is right. And when we do this, friends, we are striving against our maker. And Isaiah says, woe unto him that strives against his maker. Isaiah 45, 9. Woe in the Bible is usually a curse. How else do we wrestle? We wrestle against God when we yield to the lusts of the flesh, lusts that the Holy Spirit is trying to wrestle out of our hands even today, right? We wrestle against God, how about this one, when we begin to question Him, whether we question His mercy or perceived injustice. Here's a question a lot of Christians ask today. How can a good God send someone to hell that's what a lot of Christians are throwing at him right now and friends when we do that when we question the Lord like that we are contending or reproving him a most dangerous place to find ourselves in it's a bold man for sure who makes himself plaintiff in God's court God is the judge And he will find you in contempt of court for bringing false accusations against him. Never forget your position as a created being when you are standing or contending against your creator. So with all that said, let me close with a couple of things to keep in mind. When you engage in wrestling with the enemy, the first thing you must do is engage in prayer. If you want God behind you, he waits for you to call him in. I love how one minister from centuries ago put it. He said, if you go into a battle or wrestling without him, you have more valor than Moses, who would not stir without God. I love that. Enlist the Lord, my friends, and the door of escape is shut to the enemy. He is your defense. And lastly, if you are a smart wrestler, you overcome When you fall with all your weight upon your enemy, when you have him on the ground, this is one sport that allows that. That's how you win. The object is to put your opponent on his back and then keep him there. So assume nothing. Remember, even though Satan thought he had Christ on his back, he too took assurances when he used men to seal and stand watch at the tomb. You do the same. Keep sin on its back. Seal it down and watch it by a wakeful, circumspect walk. So friends, again, when this movie comes out, I hope you all go to see it. It's called Helen Believe. But take comfort. Take comfort in the fact that we are wrestlers. Two kingdoms, two contrary natures are at war and will be until the end of this age. But wrap yourself in this promise. There is a place of rest reserved for the people of God. You do not wrestle as one who beats the air, but you wrestle to win heaven and a permanent crown. God bless you today.